If a 10-pound bag of shit could talk, this is what it would sound like. The other day I was watching uh, a show about... uh, serial killer in Biloxi, Mississippi. Yeah. Two deuce bags and a microphone. Oh, yeah. I'm Topher. I'm Mark. Welcome back to the Pudkist. Yes. Uh, So, anyway, Biloxi, Mississippi. No, Baton Rouge. Is that? Close enough. Baton Rouge, is that Louisiana? Yeah. Yes, it is. Mississippi is right... uh, Right Biloxi is right next to New Orleans, pretty much. That's right. And, you know... I've, I'm, I've been listening to some of our broadcast or podcast recently, and I'm having a lot of trouble with words. I'll say, I'll think Baton Rouge and say Biloxi. No, me too. I know. You know I say think Patriots and say Packers. I, yeah, it's it's something I'm 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 aware of, and it's starting to concern me a little bit. No, I'm trying. I'm trying to quell myself too. Um, I know you know, I do certain things that I don't like. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure like the average person doesn't realize it but we do yeah but i'm still trying to not do it because some of the stuff to me makes me sound i don't know less intelligent maybe or something and i worry whether i'm actually starting to lose my intelligence a little bit and having trouble picking the right it's because word. you're hanging around with me that's yeah, why that could I be. yeah that's yeah. it okay so, so baton anyhow. rouge louisiana uh not a very big place you know decent sized city but not big uh, this was sometime in the 90s um they were having uh, bodies discovered of uh, young women, and these were all young women who um, looked black, looked very, you know, obviously, if you know, someone looked at them, they, they'd be saying, oh, that's a black woman. Mm-hmm. And they were being killed in a, a serial killer type of way, uh, being raped and then, uh, I think, strangled. Oh, man. Okay. Um, and then bodies dumped. And since most serial killers, killers hunt within their uh, race, they knew Which they were... Which is very lo- interesting. I didn't know that until you told me that just a little bit ago. I didn't learn that until I saw a movie called Suspect Zero with uh, Ben Kingsley and oh, a couple wow. other awesome people. It was a really, really interesting movie. Does Ben's King- ben Kingsley doesn't even do movies anymore, does he? I don't, I think, don't think I've so. seen him in anything. No, I think he's pretty much retired. Yeah. The last time I saw him was uh, in a Sopranos episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that was very interesting. It's like, wow, yeah. he plays a complete douche. <laughs> Anyhow, go ahead. But, uh, but yeah, since, uh, since serial killers tend to hunt within their race, they were looking for a black man who was doing these. Mm-hmm. And uh, they eventually found the guy. He was a, a construction worker. Was he a black man? Yes. Okay. Um, he left one of his victims alive, and she was able to remember his Did face. Did he mean to? No. Okay. He shot her in the chest, but she lived. Um, so he was that type of killer. He wasn't like doing it slow or nothing. He's just like bam and Yeah, he would he would attack the women, uh hold them down, rape them, and then when he was done he would kill them to hide his identity and leave. Oh shit. Um but this one victim survived and she said, you know, all the time it was happening, I my, I was using my eyes to take photographs of this guy so I would know Smart them. woman. And she gave the police the description. They did the the artist rendition and distributed it among the police departments, and they got a hit just like within 15 minutes. The guy said, oh, I know who that is. That's this guy. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, I don't remember his name exactly, so I'm not going to say it in case I you know, implicate the wrong person, but it was... Uh, um, they went and found him, and they eventually you know, tracked him down and got him, and they got him arrested. Mm-hmm. But the problem is they, started, they kept finding bodies, and it wasn't <laughs> this guy. Oops. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're finding women who could be any race. Uh-huh but were prostitutes or were working occasionally as prostitutes. So now you've got a whole different type of victim that this killer is looking for, so they knew they knew they had a second serial killer. And how rare is it to have one, and now you've got two in the same town at the same time? The, and the, uh, the town odds was going, of that have just got to be... Yeah. And the town was going nuts. They thought, oh my God, I thought we got this monster off the street, and there's another one? How you many see, are out there? The first thing I thought was they got the wrong guy. Yeah, but, no, like, they actually got bullshit. the right guy. They wow. nailed him by DNA. Um, wow. He left, he left DNA in a blood spatter on on his victim. So his, the end of his dick basically dripped on this woman. And that's where they got the DNA sample from. Um, that reminds <clears throat> me of a local case, if you let me interject here for a sure. second. I know you remember it. It actually wasn't very far from your house. Yeah. The Waldo Rapist, remember that? Yes. He would make the victims go shower afterwards, uh-huh. and he would use a, a rubber. Yep. And he'd, and he'd scrub them, and, and yeah, yeah he, he made a lot of effort to erase his DNA profile. Yeah, and they had a hard time catching him, and meanwhile, he's still doing this bullshit to women. Mm-hmm. And anyhow, they went and they dug up the sewer because they asked the lady, they said, do you know what he did with the rubber? Yeah, he flushed it down the stools. And they dug it up, and they found it, and they got him. Yep. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. yeah what a piece yeah. of crap. That was that was a huge sigh of relief. Yeah, that was, it was a tense time. Yeah, that wasn't very far from your house either, no, was it? No, yeah, I'm just that's... just just south of Waldo. I'm just kind of yeah. right outside the edge of Waldo. Yeah, that's fucking yeah, that's scary <clears throat> shit there. Anyhow, so they have this second serial killer, and they start looking, and uh, now they you know they've got someone who isn't confined by race, so they don't know what race of person they're looking for. They just know someone who's you know trying to kill prostitutes for whatever reason. Um, so it takes less than a year but they track this guy down and they find him and they put him away and they send they, they start finding more bodies and it's yet and another and these are definitely the two people that were doing it yeah 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 the, so the they first have guy, a third person yeah the first guy would rape and then shoot and they got him by DNA the second guy is there a lot of lead around there I guess yeah, I anyhow go ahead the second guy was was sexually assaulting the women and then he would mutilate them in specific ways cut off hands oh, wow. cut off you know one arm and not the other uh, deep slashes in the thigh down to the bone mm. um, and they showed some of it uh, on a poly, on a like a paper outline of a of a human, and uh, you could tell it was somebody who had a ritual because it was like you know something here, something there. This cut off, this not you know. And it was it made sense to somebody who was nuts. So that it was a completely different way There's of someone killing that a person. the the famous profiler John Douglas would have figured out. Yeah, you know that that guy he was so good. He wrote several books. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the most famous is. It's called The Cases That Haunt Us. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Because he actually became the killer. He had heart attacks, developed cancer because of this. Kind of a, it's a tough read because yeah. oh, the guy it is. suffered. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. And Anyhow. you got to immerse your life in the life of scumbags. Yeah. That's what he did, and he yeah. figured him out doing that, but it wasn't any yeah. good for him. No. So. 
So anyway, they had the second guy, and they knew it was him. And then they kept find, then they started finding more bodies. Wow. And this third serial killer was killing just, you know, there was no set pattern. He was killing, you know, whoever and whatever. Um, and they didn't devote as much time to the third one as they did, they did to the first two. But they said that you know, they, they caught him in, in rapid order, too, because, you know, they started eliminating all suspects, and they were getting pretty good at, you know, finding yeah, serial killers. Yeah, really well-versed in yes. this by now. <laughs> so... How odd that in, in in just the span of like, you know, five to eight years, three separate serial killers working in the same city and managed not to overlap. Wow. Yeah. Just weird shit like that. It makes you think, wow, just about anything could happen. You know, <laughs> there's so much un, uh, uh, unbelievable and, and unreal stuff going on that it just has no no sense happening or no chance of happening and there it is wow. so you got to open your mind as a lot of stuff could happen because so oh, much stuff is happening it, yeah there is i mean look yeah. at all the ufo stuff we we're talking about we referred to earlier and then you know we talked on the last podcast about yeah. this thing out in space that shuts everything off when you get near it <laughs> yeah <laughs> you got to open up your minds because there's stuff going on that's going to yeah. be anyhow yeah. Um, I got some would you rather's. I like those. Oh, I do too. So, we went from uh, serial killers to would you rather because that's what we do here. Yes. Okay, Christopher Topher, would you rather ace a job interview at your dream job or go on a date with the hottest per- this is before Sydney, oh, okay. okay. And uh, go on a date with the hottest person you know. <sighs> If it were this point in my life and, and I weren't, I would say go on a date with the hottie because I don't want to get another job. <laughs> um, if it were a time in my life before I had you know, married and settled down, then I think it would have been uh, go on a date with a hottie. Probably still. <laughs> well, I mean, if you think about it, we are job interview. We are interviewing for the job of our dreams right now. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if someone would pay us, we'd have it made. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You know, the filthy bean just doesn't cut it. No. No, no, no. no. We love you, Rick. But we we'll can't, be there soon. We can't be, you know, solely dependent on the filthy bean. No, we can't. No. So, anyhow, we love you, Rick. <laughs> okay. Um, me, I think I'm the same. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when you when you win the girl of your dreams, didn't you just ace the job interview for the job of your dreams? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of works out. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you just got to study harder, right? Yeah. You're like, I'm going to go nail this fucking bitch, and then I'm going to come back, I'm going to hit the books. <laughs> Would you rather know the world's secrets or live ignorantly forever? Wow. That one's a tough one to me. Yeah. Because I would love to know the world's secrets, but then again, do I really want to know them? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, if you knew them, you wouldn't be able to handle it. I don't think I'd be able to handle knowing all that crap. And not no. being able to forget it. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. And then to keep it quiet from everybody and go, man, yeah. uh, I'd love to tell this guy, don't worry yeah. about it, but, yeah. So if I'm not able to just pick and choose, I'd say keep me ignorant. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. And that sucks that it has it to does, be like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Yep. Would you rather speak to animals or know other people's thoughts? Definitely speak to animals. I want to know other people's thoughts. Mm, I think I would have a blast with that because I would constantly interrupt them with their own thought. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Or answer them. Yes. I'd be like, man, huh, I wonder if that fucker got that raise or not. Yeah, I got my raise. What? 
And they, how did you? You said it out loud. No, I didn't. How yeah, else would I how, how, how would I know? Yeah, just keep freaking <laughs> yeah, them just out. Just gaslight them like that. <laughs> See, there's gaslighting. You're, gaslighting. I think we're not supposed to use that word anymore. Oh, really? Is it a is it a no no no? I think it's one of those words that we're supposed to retire. It's been overused. Is gaslighting like maybe refers to the Nazis and gassing? no? It's it's a movie uh, where a guy was trying to convince his wife she was crazy, and. He would do it by disappearing into a secret room in the house, and then oh, well, I she thought movie. she was alone, and he was... Yeah. And the way she caught him was every time that he'd disappear into that secret room, he would turn on the gaslight in that room, which would make every other gaslight in the house flicker. So that's how she learned, oh, there's somebody in the house turning on a gaslight. He hasn't left. And she went and found his little secret lair and discovered what he was doing to I her. I remember that movie. So what that was, was the, name the term. Of it? I can't even gaslight. remember. Gaslight. Was it? It was Gaslight, yeah. That was the name. I don't so even remember it being I don't named remember gaslight. who was oh, in well. it, but they were, I think it was uh, Charles Boyer, I think, was the male lead. He no, was that kind sounds of the, about right. He was yeah. kind of the romantic male lead because of his French accent. Mm-hmm. Um, but it got overused during. Uh, um, people who would be dating and then trying to break up or trying to mess with their partner's minds were using those gaslighting techniques and the and the, the wow. phrase popped up again and I guess it's been overused. It is actually an entertaining movie. It was and a good movie. I watched it a couple of times because it was a classic whodunit movie. Classic. Because, you know, the lady's thinking she's going insane. Yes. But then... Uh, you know, she starts to unravel it, and then you're like, you're going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She just figured this out. She, it's uh-huh. really good. So, hey, Were you upstairs? I heard someone walking upstairs. Don't be foolish. I was outside all, all day. Yeah. You know, and yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good example of, uh, it's, in, it's in black and white. It's a good example of the uh, not quite film noir, which is generally a much darker overall mm-hmm. film, uh, darker as far as visual, uh, light level. But this is, it, it's really well done with the contrast of uh, black and white. Mm-hmm. And there's not, you know, they, you know, of course a lot of shades of gray, but they use the black and the white on the film very uh, effectively. Um, that's kind of a lost art with, with such rich color film and, and video, etc. Just doing something in, in monocolor, monochrome like that I can really be expressive in the in, to me, it's more expressive generally. I mean, yeah. maybe not every movie, but generally it's more expressive. Yeah. So. When uh, when they filmed uh, The Elephant Man, um, John uh, Anthony Hopkins was the doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, Hurt, I, John Hurd, I think, was, or William Hurd, no, John Hurd was uh, The Elephant Man. I think it's John, Man. yeah. yeah. Um, but it was done in black and white. It was, it was probably the most mainstream successful movie that David Lynch ever directed um, he still threw in some of his David Lynch weirdness which he <laughs> has to but it was a David Lynch is really good at using black and white just just love it yeah anyway tangent no 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 that, no that was cool <laughs> it's just I didn't know where else to take that I'm yeah. just like okay yeah did we get there from talking to animals or yeah we did okay would you rather live in a haunted house or in the middle of a desert Oh, desert. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I, I can't do the haunted I love house. the desert. I mean, as long as yeah. I have ability to get out of there and all that, I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. 
you know, if I was stuck there and couldn't leave there, that might be a little different. But no. You know. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking abandoned in the middle of Death Valley, that's then a little that's different. one thing. You know, I can spend a night in a haunted house rather than say be eaten by rats or something. Yeah. But, <laughs> but living in it permanently, nah, pass. Yeah, same here. <clears throat> so I think that it's not talking about living there permanently. I think it's yeah. a one-time thing, each one. So yeah. that's why I took it. But oh well. Would you rather eat a stranger's toenail clippings once a week or have everything smell like rotten eggs? Once a week. Once a week. Oh, man. There's just no winning here. No. <laughs> That's why I picked these fucking things. They're horrible. Man. Well, I know that if I had to eat somebody else's toenail clippings, it would gross me out. So I'm going to have to go with rotten, rotten eggs. eggs. You know, yeah, I might lose a couple of pounds, too. i got to uh, go with rotten eggs, too. Yeah. Want some coffee? Nah, it smells like rotten eggs. Uh, yeah. Hey, this new cake. Nope, 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 nope. Try about this new douche flavor. Yeah, this is rotten eggs. My rotten eggs. Yeah. yeah, it could be the ham and mustard one. <laughs> Still, rotten eggs. <laughs> Man, that was knows. a nasty question. I didn't like that question much. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, it was terrible. No. Okay, the next one is, would you rather be tissue paper or toilet paper? Ooh. Get snotted on or get shit on. But, you know, some some uh, some toilet paper gets used to wipe the front. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't mind a little pee. Yeah, you know what? Okay, all right. Well. I'll go with toilet paper and take my chances. People pee more often <laughs> than At least half the time. Yeah. At least half the time you got something enjoyable, right? Yeah. Okay. Tissue, you know. Uh. Okay, so cool. Going to be doing the snot rocket right into me. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> this next one's easy to me, but I also know 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 a little bit about this. Would you rather eat a dead pigeon or a dead dove? Now think about it. Pigeon. Yeah. Is, is what? They're bigger. Well, no, it's a delicacy. Well, yeah, that's right, squab. Yes. Squab is what... Yeah. I'm sorry? No, no, we don't have a phone charger, sorry. No, sorry. Um, I thought she was asking for a phone number. Oh, oh, to call in? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so yeah, squab is, is pigeon, and then I guess people eat doves too, because they're dove hunts. You know what? Hang on a second. I think that's code, a phone charger, because I've been asked that a couple of times now down here oh, by different people. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it is, by women. Then we're going to have to look that up. Yeah, I, I think it's code because it just caught me off. I'm like, wait, another one asking for a phone charger. Yeah. And then what, you, what are they going to do, just stand here this whole time and charge it? You know, oh, here, here, you can use it. It's mine, though. Okay, yeah. yeah I'll how just is let somebody it walking by going to benefit from us having an extra exactly. phone unless we it's, have to give it to them? I think it's code. We'll have to look that up. Yeah, we will. Um, okay, squab. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess I'd, I'd eat pigeon. Cause Me a too. Bigger. Well, and also, a guy that I uh, used to work with, he grew up very poor, mm -hmm. and his dad literally had a hibachi and a pellet gun. And he said, well, guys, he said, well, I don't have any money, so uh, we're going to eat city chicken tonight. Yep. And he'd go out there and he'd kill pigeons. And to this day, my friend still eats it every now and then. He said, yeah, he said he loved it. Yeah, yeah. He my, said uh, grilled pigeon was excellent. 
my grandfather did, didn't, the one that didn't get shot and murdered, uh, hmm. was a traveling uh, salesman for, I think, John Deere. Mm-hmm. And, that sounds about uh, right. Going around to different farmers and trying yeah, to sell them. Yeah, yeah. I think this was in Indiana. And he took a Colt Woodsman twenty two pistol with him. And if something ran across the road, he'd stop and get out and try to shoot it and bring it home for dinner. So sometimes he'd bring them pheasants, sometimes he'd bring them rabbits, sometimes a raccoon. It just <laughs> depends. Just, yeah. <laughs> sometimes he'd bring home a bag and it'd have a whole bunch of little snakes in it and just for fun. <laughs> wow. Uh, this is post-depression, so these yeah, no, people no, no, were I still know. trying to economize. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they had to do whatever. Yeah. Would you rather... Let's see... Pigeon and duck. Oh, okay. Would you rather get your wisdom teeth pulled out, <laughs> pulled out, or your ass cheeks pierced? Oh. I think pierce the ass cheeks. I think I can recover from that faster. And you know, I've got other piercings too. So. Well, my wisdom teeth are out. Mine are in there and doing just fine. Yeah, ass cheeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like getting stapled real hard, and then it doesn't feel bad. Would you rather use hot water as eye drops or gargle with sour milk? Ooh. I think I'm gonna say gargle with sour milk because then I'll just puke and it'll be done. Yeah, if you hot uh, water if, for eye drops, you're gonna permanently damage your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Our, uh, Who men- thought of this shit? I don't know. Maybe it was our mentally challenged homeless woman over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think she's we got really mad clips. at somebody. She is. She's angrily yelling at somebody or something. Yeah, it probably some... doesn't exist in our reality. No, it doesn't in ours, but it does to her because yeah. she's very angry. She is. Yeah. Listen to that. She's fucking telling somebody off. Yeah. She does not have a phone. No, no. She's not this talking is, on the phone. This is out into space. <laughs> She doesn't have her uh, aluminum hat on. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. Well, it doesn't fit that big head. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be smacked in the face with a fish or farted on? Well, you know, I get farted on a She'd lot. She'd rather be farted on. I think so. Yeah. No, I get farted on a lot. Um, the dog, <laughs> you, you've been over to my house. <laughs> oh my so you know God. about my dog, yeah. Oh. Um, and even my wife farts on me in her sleep, so... That's not a big deal. I, I think I would take the fart rather than if getting slapped in the face with a fish. Sounds pretty unpleasant. So, I'd take the fart too, even though yeah. uh, under protest. Yeah. But I'd take the fart. I'd yeah. be like, really? Do I have to? What the fuck? There are okay, times I'll bring be, on the gas. There are times I'll be watching TV and Sam jumps up on the couch and he nestles his back end up next to me. Oh, and always. I'm sitting there and all of a sudden my side feels very warm and moist and then all of a sudden I get a whiff. <laughs> oh, my God. And then he looks back at his ass like, yep. who did that? Yeah. Who the hell did that? <laughs> I could feel the heat first. I'm like, well, he's, he's got a good body temperature, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go change my clothes now. But <laughs> oh. would you rather drink water from a vase that has two-week-old flowers or eat a giant three-foot spider web? Oh. That one's rough because I'm not sure which would be more damaging and just all that, you know. I think I'll go with the spider web because I don't think I'd really digest it. You know, I think it would just go on through. 
You know, I think you're right. I wonder what it's made of. I don't know if it's protein. No, I, no I, think, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I'm going to go with the spider web. Okay. Yeah. She is very angry. I know. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Would you rather be without elbows or knees? Jeez, she's drowning me out of her. I'm going to say I'll be without knees. I like having elbows that bend. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as a guitar player, as a drummer, yeah, I think I think I need bendy elbows more than I need bendy knees. I think you're right. Yep, yeah. I agree. Okay. Would you rather... Um, okay, would you rather your only mode of transportation be a donkey or a giraffe? <gasps> ja- giraffe would be pretty cool. I'm... I'm the donkey's more practical, but I'm going to have to go with the giraffe just for the bling factor. <laughs> you just changed my mind. I was going to go donkey, but yeah. now I'm going to go giraffe. I mean, how because... cool would that be to show up on a giraffe somewhere? Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you see the guy down at the Chiefs rally that was standing on his horse? Yes, I that did That was see so it. awesome. And the cop was, was pointing at him and yelling at him, and the guy was like kept motioning, I can't hear you, I can't come hear over you. here. Yeah. And the, guy, the cop wasn't going on no, the other side wasn't. of the barrier. <laughs> I think he was trying to tell the guy you can't have a horse here he's like i think <laughs> you, go, I you can yeah. i'm pretty sure you can well every time they panned him he was still on it yep <laughs> so he didn't do anything that horse was uh, pretty chill yeah, with all those people and all that noise it'd been funny if the horse freaked out and like killed a bunch of kids that's probably why the cops were yelling no, at that him. was why you can't yelling. do that <laughs> well people drive down there with their cars and they can kill more people with a yeah, car with a car than you would a horse or yeah. a big ass dog so yeah well and i mean the the fact is the horse was unbothered it did not touch him it didn't yeah him, so. yeah the horse wasn't causing a problem he it was always like, he was obviously fine with it you yeah know, yeah so. now if the horse is all spooky acting then uh-huh, i could get yeah. it but and there were there I'm, if it was warmer i'm sure there would have been police on horseback down there too instead of not all on my cars so mm-hmm. yeah it's just the cop trying to exert authority where he had no business yeah that's fairly simple Anyways. okay all right Let's see. Would you rather be a clown who distracts a bull or the cowboy who rides the bull? Wow, that is a tough That's a good one. That's, that is, that's a really good one. That, yeah. It really is. Because each one of them has their ups and downs. Yeah, they're you both... You could be the hero that, like, rides the horse, or you could Those be, are both very dangerous, too. Yes, they are, yeah. But in different ways. But being a clown that distracts the bull is fun, too. Because yeah. you're like, bleh, 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 and then you jump yeah. in a barrel, and it, <laughs> bull's like, what the hell? Where'd he go? <laughs> and yeah, you know, but but then again, I hate clowns. Yeah, I'm, you yeah, know. We well, I, I'm going to go ahead and be the clown that distracts. Me too. Because that way, you've got a chance to avoid contact with the bull. Yeah. If you're the guy that has to actually, if you're really good at it, you won't get hit. Right. But if you're a guy that actually has to ride the bull, then you're guaranteed you're having contact, and you're going to get it beat up some. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah, they're both dangerous, but I think I'll be the, I'll be, I'll be the. Have you seen those video clips of the people getting those giant, clear, inflatable balls, mm-hmm. and then they run around while a bull hits them, yeah. <laughs> sends them flying? I want to do that. That looks like so much fun. <laughs> that looks like a good time. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Would you rather experience the world be beginning or ending? Well, I think we're experiencing ending yeah, right now. Yeah. So yeah. I think the beginning would be more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The, the conventional wisdom is a sunrise don't have much of a finish. 
but still, watching the whole Earth sunset away into nothing is just kind of depressing. Yeah, so. it is. Yeah, that's why I try not to watch the news very much. Yeah. Because what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather have more money or time? It's easy. Time. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> Especially the older you get, the more you're yes. like, nap, time. I can make money. You yep. can't get time back. Yeah. Yep. Would you rather only be able to whisper or shout? Mm. I would whisper, and here's why. Because yeah. I see you're kind of going both ways. Let me yeah. explain this. Because you would make people have to come over and pay attention to you, and it's pissing them off. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Pe- people will pay attention to a whisper more than a shout. Yeah, and you make them have to make the effort to listen to you. Yes. And you could just be something like you could just like burp in their ear. You uh, create in them the desire to hear what you're saying. Yes. That's yeah. yeah, yeah that's the yeah, cleverness yeah. of a whisper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, I'm voting whisper. And they got to know because I mean the deal is is this right here? Curiosity killed the cat. They yep. got to know. They're like they can't just let you. you, you they got to know what the fuck you're saying. Yep. So, yep. So, anyhow, would you rather dine alone or watch a movie by yourself? And to me, that's easy. Watch a movie by myself. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't like eating alone. No, me neither. Of course, you know, with, with two big hungry dogs in the house, uh, I don't. As soon as I start alone, eating, you. the dogs are right there. <laughs> you never eat alone. And us having dogs in the house, uh, yeah, yep. same here too. Four of them, yeah. Well, I just you inspired me to come up with a question for you. Okay. Would it be okay for a vegan to eat a Venus flytrap? Ooh. <laughs> a Venus flytrap is carnivorous. It yeah. eats meat. Yeah. So it would be ingesting meat some sort yep. down the line. Yeah. I, I have fed a Venus flytrap a little chunk of hamburger and saw it eat it. So would it be okay to eat that Venus flytrap? Because it's plant. Isn't that vegan? <laughs> Let me think about that. Hang on. Hang on. There's got to be some angle I can take to yep. figure this shit out. <laughs> I think that would blow a vegan's mind. Yes. I think so, too. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, too. If nothing, just sheer yes. protest that that thing's eating meat. Yep. And be like, nah, I don't want any part of that at all. If you've ever held your long and en- your nose long enough to read some of the crap that PETA writes, mm. no, um, I don't think I can. There was a, a, sec- a sect of, of PETA that was talking about. They were responding to the criticism that you know, wolves kill and eat other animals. You know, eagles kill and eat other animals. It's happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. And PETA's the splinter sect of PETA's response was that they were going to require that governments spend the money to retrain these animals to a vegan diet and Hmm. failing that exterminate the species oh wow because for them it was more important to have a cruelty free planet so they were taking it upon themselves to exterminate anything that wouldn't give up meat that's fucked isn't it man well, that's taking it so That's, too that's far. the kind of people that are in PETA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the th- sad thing is, is it used to be a great organization. Uh, it is not. It's horrible now, in my opinion. So. And I haven't done any looking into it, but I think you could probably trace the change back to the point where they realized instead of actually making a difference in these animal lives, we could just make a shit ton of money instead. Mm-hmm. 
and their leadership changed and the lawyers came in and it became something that would pander to the most extreme and the kind of people who would send the money yeah. and then do absolutely nothing for animals. Exactly, yes. Not, not any more than their little token well, things that they have to now it's not designed show. to. Now you might as well call it awareness or something. They did. They rebranded themselves as an awareness organization. Oh, okay, well, so there you go. when people say, hey, where are all your shelters? What are you doing to help? And they're like, no, we're raising awareness. <laughs> they became the Susan G. Komen yeah. of, of the animal rights world. Yeah, yeah. You know, just make that money. Just make that money yeah. and then do it on the grounds of, well, we're, we're making sure that people know about this. Well, uh-huh. I guarantee you people already know about cancer. And with PETA, it went from, um, like, exposing puppy mills or abandoned dogs. They went right for the sensational stuff of, we protest dairies. It's time to start making yeah, ice right. cream out of human that's milk. A, that's a great. That's, that's what a they great were going point. for. Yeah, yeah. They're doing the shock value. Yes. To, uh, yeah. They're uh-huh. like, look, we're going to make breast milk uh, ice cream. Uh huh. Yeah, but instead of being rational about it and saying we don't think this is ethical and we just mm-hmm. we just want to let people know this, instead they're like coming out with a well, we're having our own mm-hmm. people. Yeah, and they would hire people to go take bags of fake blood and throw oh, it on yes. people. And yeah, I mean, all of it was to pander to the extremist who wanted somewhere to go send their money. Yeah, and yeah. that's what PETA became is just a money dump for like, the weirdos. Kind of like the NPR, only animal. Yeah, like, we we're talking about it. Uh-huh. How NPR is like uh, became. I think we we're talking about this in the car, not actually yeah. on the podcast about yeah. how they uh, talk to. Uh, the way everything's quiet and everything, they gear towards the person that is going to leave everything to NPR yeah. when they die. And even the way they present the audio, it's done with a lot of bass, and they generally talk quietly. And I've heard them even whisper. They're like, they'll get up right on the microphone, mm-hmm. and they'll talk like this, and then they'll taper off and just kind of like And if you're driving in a car... Uh-huh. With wind noise and all the other cars going by. You don't by. hear it. You can't hear that shit. No. They don't care about people like us. This no. is the radio designed for people who sit in an office while people work for them. Yes. That's the kind of person yep. they think gives them money. So, it, And then what's another one? The NRA. That has become just a money dump for extremists. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they do basically nothing other than grab money and scream and yell and try yeah, to get they headlines. Yeah, they don't have really any other function. No. It used to be they did defend gun owners' rights. Yeah. Which is, look, I mean, that is part of our Constitution, love it or hate it. Yeah. Okay? And, like, I'm an intermittent guy. Like, man, do we really need to own, like, these uh, assault rifles or not? Mm. But I'm kind yeah. of on the fence because it is in our Constitution. So mm-hmm. how much can you change that? And, ha- and who... Who's qualified to make a decision on what exactly. guns are okay and what that's ones my, aren't okay? That's my biggest problem right yeah. there is who's the one figuring this out? Uh-huh. You know, they're going to come back later and go, you know what? That didn't work. They're not going to let gotta, us all now vote it's gotta for be it. Pistol. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, they're not going to let us vote for it. You're yeah. right. So, anyhow, would you rather end world hunger or stop crime all over the U.S.? Wow. going to have to go with ending world hunger because that affects a lot of children i know crime does too but i'll I'll go for ending world hunger because those poor little kids don't deserve that 
Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I'm going to go with stop crime in the U.S., even though even though I'm very conflicted about it. Yeah. And we're not really doing this. But, you know, if we stop all crime in the U.S., we'd be in a great position to end world hunger. That's what I'm thinking. So, yeah, yeah. you could get, you know, two for one your way. Yeah, that's, that's I what I'm I guess I was thinking an immediate solution, the immediate ease of suffering. No, I looked at it the way yeah. you looked at it just a minute ago. Um, I didn't, well, that's a good question. Yeah, I think that by ending crime that you could actually end most of world hunger, you know. I mean, some of it yeah. is very situational and, you know, so, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. okay. I think hung, world hunger, I think, stems from hoarding. People hoarding yes. food, money power um, and those without the power to go and take it back Mm -hmm. have to do without I agree Um, it all I think boils down to people taking more than they deserve or entitled to yeah and the imbalance of that is basically the root of a lot of troubles remember when we were talking about how they did it under the guides of capitalism and all that you know Mm -hmm. it's like well I'm entitled to make as much as I want because that's capitalism. And if you ever touch that, then that's socialism and that's wrong. Mm-hmm. But they don't even look at a middle thing, a middle ground. Like, you know, man, how about just <clears throat> being decent? And, and the fact that in order to accumulate that wealth, you have taken advantage of people with uh, less on the ball. You've used... Yes. Uh, whatever means at your disposal, you know, to manipulate and coerce them into giving you their money. Exactly. Whether it's you know crooked advertising or well, influential it. celebrities, it's still you're you're taking money from these people and you don't stop when you got enough. You're also taking advantage of lesser. Um, what would you call it? Lesser Pe- advantaged. Lesser advantaged people. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, the person that didn't have the opportunity for the education growing up, mm-hmm. um, let's say that um, he had to drop out of school to uh, feed his family, you know, mm-hmm. he was like the son, and the dad's on disability or something, like, yeah. uh, you know, got some sort of a disease, and the son had to go to work and never had the opportunity to get that education to know about the people that do that. Yeah. And public education isn't going to teach you. No, 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 no. Public education actually feeds you into that. Yeah. Yeah, they teach you to be good little consumers. Yeah. Don't, don't question it. Just go out and buy that new car and don't fucking worry about it. I think we should call public education what it really is. Government-sponsored grooming. Yes. Grooming, <laughs> I love that. They're grooming us to be the kind of people they want. Yep. Good workers, good consumers, borrow a lot of money, spend a lot of money. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't do that, they don't have any use for you. Mm-hmm. And that's why people are demographic. Or they don't give a shit. Yeah. Because we see it. Yeah. They barely give us social security and fucking pat on the ass. Get out of yeah, here. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather wear pants three sizes too big or shoes three sizes too small? To me, that's easy. Yeah, big pants. Big pants, yeah. yeah. Three sizes, two small shoes. Oh, God. Could you imagine trying to do anything in those? Oh, oh it would be like those, what was it, the Chinese women that had bound feet for for a while? Mm-hmm. Do you remember about that? Yeah, Some... because they, they uh, um, uh, what, almost worshipped tiny feet? Yeah. It some, was like a preferred female had tiny feet. Some some emperor had a dream of a beautiful woman with tiny feet, and when she when she walked... Her footprints were the footprints of little tiny birds. Yeah. So yeah. he told someone that dream, and it became a national fad and craze to bind women's feet so they're uh, a grown woman. Oh, is that what started it? Yeah. His, okay. Some, some dumbass emperor's dream. 
but a grown woman's foot would be smaller than a than a, a kid's hand. Mm. And, then, and they couldn't walk on that. Sure and then it became a, a sign of wealth and influence that you could afford to bind your feet and become an invalid. That's fucking And you insane. had the money to make other people take care of you. Yeah. Warped. Oh, Bizarre. Yeah. Would you, this is the final one, would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors or forward and meet your great-great-grandchildren? That one is tough, too. Yeah. That's a really good question. Both have very definite advantages. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'm going to go with meeting my ancestors just because of the spoiler aspect. I don't want to, I don't want the spoiler. You're right on par with me. Yeah. I don't want the spoiler either. Yeah. And seeing some of my ancestors and getting to see how they lived, and I think that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> I was trying to do something here, We're but trying it didn't to make work. a Molotov cocktail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got to looking at it thinking, I better not leave that there because that's going to look like maybe I'm one of the nutbags here yeah. trying to do something. <laughs> So, anyhow, yeah, I was trying to take the papers that we just read, read from and put them in my real sugar RC bottle, but it didn't work very well. Yeah. Matter yeah, of fact, yeah, I looked yeah, kind yeah. of stupid doing it, so. <laughs> yeah, we I'm, we mentioned earlier about the porter potties, and, and I think I mentioned a bidet earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever had anyone try to push a bidet on you? Um, yeah, actually at an appliance store, yes. Yeah. I've I've had friends try to talk me into it. If if you don't know what a bidet is, it's it kind of looks like a toilet, only it sprays water up. Mm-hmm. To, to, it's supposed to replace toilet paper. Yeah. And I've I've asked these this guy. He's he's oh this bidet is great. It's awesome. It's like really is it is it cold water? And it's like well yeah it's like right out of the tap. So it's. Totally freezing cold water sprayed right on your butthole or your kitty or whatever. No, thank you. And I've looked at the one that he's got, and I pressed the the lever and watched the scene in the stream of water, and it's like, seriously, this works for Europeans because they have a different diet. You know, Americans eat like five pounds of cheese a day. Our average turd hits the bowl and leaves an oil slick. Yes. You know, so a little stream of cold water isn't going to do it. No, it doesn't. you got to sit there for like 10 minutes rolling that fucking water on your ass. Smear your hand with Vaseline and then run the garden hose over it and see how much good it does. See what it does, yeah. Yeah. Take a little kid's squirt gun and go clean out that porta potty You know, that's what a bidet is. It's just stupid. (laughs) You know, if you're a European and most of what you eat is like hay and beets and kale, you know, you're you're pooping out little rabbit turds and they leave a little dust behind and that's all it. And then a little water fucking, you're good, man. Chances are you didn't even need that water. You probably could just went on. Americans leave these big greasy floaters that, you know, leave behind a residue of oil and lard and... Well, cold water ain't going to do like nothing. A, a, friend of, a friend of mine used to always say this. He go, you know what true happiness is? No, what's true happiness? When you take a dump and you know you don't have to wipe, but you still do. <laughs> <laughs> he used to say that a lot. I'm like, uh, is it really that important to you? <laughs> Guess so. I, was, I would have said happiness is taking a dump and then having the ability to immediately take a shower. 
<laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that's about the only time I really feel clean again. Yeah, you know? same here right now. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, let's face it, man, you're just smearing. Yeah. I mean, it may not, you may not see it, but it's still there. Now, if a bidet came with, like, a, a scrubbing brush and some, like, Dawn dish soap dispenser <laughs> and, you know, little towels to pat me dry afterwards, then that well, would then probably that do would a be decent okay. job. That would work. That would work out. But, but yeah. just a little dribble of cold water, it's even less that comes out of a drinking fountain. You know, yeah. Drinking fountains kind of don't exist anymore, and they're probably not coming back. You might as well take just a little squirt gun and just squirt your asshole off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it doesn't work. No. Yeah. Nope. No. All aware of the Amber Alert, right? Well, get rid of your disinfectants and rubber bedspreads, kids. It's the all-new Amber Herd Alert System. This fantastic early warning device helps one stay dry and rid of all those annoying mattress invoices. Simply hook up to child under six or psychopath and wait for the running water sound. This clever machine has three distinct settings, babbling brook, ocean waves, and roaring river for those close calls. Order today and get a free Cinnabon Renewsit cartridge. Get those beds. Microphone. All right. Live at the city market, but I did promise this. The Filthy Bean. Mm. Rick, at the Filthy Bean, we love you, and we're going to get back there as soon as we can, but yes. with uh, our current... Um, uh, our Chiefs being the uh, Super Bowl champions again, again. we uh, can't really leave town right now. <laughs> no, no. Sometime between now and the draft, we'll get back down to Nashville, yeah. but we got to be here for the draft because we yeah. got our tickets to get yeah, into the so, draft, and we'll be there on Podcast Row. Rick, we're not deserting you. We still love you. You're still a great place to eat and drink and everything. And he has that new pancake sandwich he wants us to promote. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, but, is it the Mexican pancake? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Cool. Very good. So, that, sounds, uh, that sounds really good. Yeah, it does. I want to see someone have one first before uh, uh, I order yeah, one I myself. Yeah, I want to see someone have a Mexican pancake. Yeah, that sandwich is so good. Yeah. yeah. And anyhow, he wants us to promote it, and we okay. will. But I want us to try it down there first mm, yeah. on air and, you know, describe it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's only fair. We can't promote it unless we uh, have tried it ourselves. Yeah, the prototype, if you will, that he yeah. showed us, you know, you can hey, only get a certain amount. From maybe that. he'll let us make some. You know what? We could make Mexican pancakes. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, if we could make our own and then serve them to somebody and see if they like it. Or we could always go, hey, Google, Mexican pancakes. Yeah. I'm sure that we could probably. Yeah. yeah. I like this idea. It's pretty too. awesome. Anyhow, you had something about the pyramids. Oh yeah, the the pyramids of Giza. I mean, this, these are the famous pyramids. Um, there's all been all sorts of speculation. <clears throat> Hang on, I have to cough. So anyway, I guess I'm ingesting a lot of feathers today. There's pigeons everywhere. Oh yeah, one of them almost took a dump on you. One <laughs> yeah. used you as a perch. Maybe thought I was a statue of you know a douchebag statue. All of a sudden, he's gone. He must have left. Oh yeah, they all cleared out, didn't they? Yeah, they did. That's weird because there was so many of them. Now there's none. Do they do they have like a siesta? They take a nap, you know, Could be, uh, or afternoon, or maybe about this time in the morning. There's a better eating spot somewhere else. So I guess it's oh afternoon. yeah yeah. Now. They probably like uh, you know the homeless people already woke up and left their crumbs somewhere. Oh yeah, that's so idea. they're probably yeah. they know where their camp is and they probably go by and get the crumbs. Kind right like now. the goals that. Yeah, pick yeah. Pick up after you on the seashore. Yeah, 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 true. Anyway, so, so pyramids of Giza. Um, these are the famous ones that you've seen in shows. Not Giza Butler either. No, no. no. He's no. completely different. Yeah. 
So uh, this, they, they started, you know, they gave a brief overview of the fact that most people know is, you know, a certain uh, pharaoh or emperor, whichever the term is, uh, contracted for them to be built there, and, and they were built actually pretty quickly over the course of only 70 years, which is pretty damn fast for, you know, was it three big ones and some small ones? Yeah. Um, the inter- some of the interesting parts, uh, they say when you're looking at the pyramids now, you're seeing the internal structure. There was an outer coating that was Really? Yeah. That was just the inside? That's the inside, yeah. There was an outer coating made primarily wow. of limestone that was incredibly bright and white and reflective because the pyramids Which were supposed to be... Which would explain the airfields. That would be mm-hmm. their traffic control uh, lights. There you go. Now, what they described was these pyramids are sunlight in stone. You know, sunlight represented by stone. So they made the stone very bright and reflective. They said in its in its heyday, those pyramids would have been incredibly blinding. You couldn't look anywhere near them during the full sun because they would just blare your eyes right out. Wow. That's how bright they were. Do you but think over, that was a protective thing? In? No, it was just because they wanted it to look white and pure and pristine and like sunlight. Isn't that interesting? Well, but I like your idea is that, you know, they're very reflective beacons. They reflect yes. sunlight. They reflect radio waves probably, too. Exactly. Or other types of electromagnetic And I mean, there's no denying they have ancient airway uh, uh, airstrips over there. You can only see from the sky. From the sky. Yeah, and the pyramids are aligned directly north, south, east, west. Yes. The points of the pyramid point directly at the four compass points. And how did they figure this out? Yeah. Back then, you know? <laughs> And we know how they built them. They had slaves. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that was the next thing they, they talked about is uh, they were able to tell that the rock was sourced from two major sites. One was across the Nile at uh, a certain spot, and it was like 50 miles away. Another was way downriver, about 500 miles away. And that's where a lot of the stone came from. And they thought, do we really think that all these Egyptians were pulling these giant blocks of stone on these wooden sleds across the desert for 500 miles? Doesn't make any sense. But they couldn't really figure out how they moved the rock so efficiently until they took satellite imagery of the Nile River and discovered the Nile River used to have a different course. Mm -hmm. It used to be that Giza was right on the riverbank. They had the giant marina, and they were enormous trading port. And at the time, it was the largest and most populous harbor in the world. Interesting. So, they brought the stone in by barge. Uh-huh. It was all done on riverboats. They didn't drag them across the desert. Because, you know, they'd see the scrape marks. You know, the scrape marks would still be there. I always wondered that. Yeah, it's like, how did they get to do this mm -hmm. because of the technology back then? Even if they used rollings, rollers, like logs or something to roll along, it would still leave scars on the landscape. Because you can see the wagon ruts from uh, the westward expansion of the U.S. back in the 1800s. Those wagon ruts are still there. Yeah. You can go out west and see it. So if they've been dragging stones across the ground 3,000 years ago, you'd still see the scars. The Santa Fe Trail, which isn't very far from here, yeah. our, our section of it, you can still see the indentations mm-hmm. and the wheel marks that are engraved in the rock yeah. and, and the clay. 
and everything. I mean, yeah. it's still there's no doubt where the main uh, where the main path was that they used yeah. and all that. I mean, yeah. And we're talking about the desert around Giza, where there's no rain to wash away any exactly. evidence. Exactly, and, and that's where like the thousands yeah. of years would be compared to yeah. a couple of hundred years is is there no rain or nothing to really disturb it. Mm-hmm. So, but that's about when I had to stop watching and move on to something else, but. I thought it was really fascinating that they were able to explain, um, you know, for years people saying, oh, they, they levitated the stones or, you know, ancient aliens moves. Like, oh, the river was different. It was something so simple and so ordinary. <laughs> the river was in a different course, and they just floated them right up. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. It's just like the Missouri River. You know, um, it changed course in 50-something after the first great flood around mm-hmm. here the first 500 year flood if you will my grandparents lived here during that time they dynamited the missouri river back away from kansas city for uh-huh. flood control yeah they just put enough dynamite to where it knocked it they probably drew channels yeah to where it knocked all the water over to where it is now yeah, and once they got it going that way, natural erosion would reinforce exactly, it. Exactly, yes. Know, every minute of every day, it's carving its own channel deeper, so mm-hmm. it was simple. Um, <clears throat> the the source of a lot of this information about the Giza pyramids is... The they crystal un- blue waters of the Missouri River. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. And they showed the Nile being pretty crystal blue. It's not really anymore. <laughs> it's pretty dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, Overuse. <laughs> What they did is, uh, what they found was uh, papyrus written, it was the personal diary of a person who uh, was part of the construction of the pyramids. He was a supervisor who had about 40 boat crews working directly under him. Uh And he was keeping track in this diary of... You know, the boat crews and how you know how many trips they'd made and you know how long it took them etc so when they saw this they're like they brought it all in by boats how could they do that and that's when they started looking for the river to see if it had changed course and by golly it did it did that yep. makes that makes so much sense now yeah yeah it's something else it's not sorely it's not anything you'd normally think of because you see desert it's like oh well and then they went into uh, Cleopatra, just a little short thing about her. They were trying to figure out, was Cleopatra really such a, a beautiful seductress as he's been portrayed? And um, they kind of went all over the map with this, but what the kind of boiled down to was, it was the time when men were considered to be the only ones smart and strong and capable enough to be military leaders, heads of state, etc. So when Julius Caesar and Mark Anthony, one of his generals, encountered Cleopatra, it was really difficult for them to deal with her as an equal. Mm Because they were like, well, she's a woman, she's not equal. But it was a testament to her persuasiveness that she was able to get both of them to treat her as an equal. And in fact, there is a coin it was found in an English bank vault in like the 1980s, I think. Um, it was tons of old Roman coins that someone had been hoarding. <clears throat> and on one of them, it was a coin that was struck in Armenia during the time of Mark Anthony's uh, service there. And on one side of the coin is Mark Anthony's face. On the reverse side of the coin is Cleopatra's face. Oh, wow. Now, they really don't know how Cleopatra looks in real life because they've never found her grave, so they can't do facial reconstruction off her skull. So they looked at this coin, and she had a big hooked nose, 
a little strong, prominent chin, and she looked pretty much like a dude. And the initial thought was, wow, she wasn't attractive. She was kind of ugly. But then they started thinking, no, she's represented on the coin as a strong figure, so they made her look they like made, a man oh, because yeah, they yeah, wouldn't yeah, respect yeah, yeah. her if she looked too feminine. So that was a masculinized version of Cleopatra for the coin, oh, so the public would accept it. Wow. And then the closest they've been able to come is they found Cleopatra's sister, who was murdered as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And they found her uh, body and tried to do a facial reconstruction using what remained of her skull. And they showed some results, but they were kind of all over the place because there wasn't enough to go on. And it was her sister. It wasn't her. You know, siblings yeah. can look radically different. Yeah. So it, at that point, it kind of lost any credibility. But I really enjoyed the part about in order to make her acceptable to the rest of the Romans, they had to dude her up on the coin. <laughs> wow. I can believe it, but wow. Yeah. What a deal. Apparently in Roman times, if a man was in love with a woman, that was considered like loving your dog. They considered the only true and pure wow. human love was the love a man had for another man. And we thought we're pigs now. Yeah. Jeez. But in, in the Roman times, a man loving another man was an equal loving an equal. But a man loving a woman was, well, that's like a pet. You know, she's not really real. She's not really, you know. Oh, wow. She's not all there. Yeah. That is hard to believe. Isn't it? Yeah. And I think a lot of it goes back to the jealousy men have always had that women can create new human beings inside their bodies. And we can't. Yeah. So all we can do is try to control the people who can do that. Exactly. So yeah. men have always been trying to control women because they can create. We can't. All we can do is try to control them and try to convince them they need us. And You're right. <laughs> it's kind of a losing battle anymore. but uh, Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think that explains thousands of years of chauvinism and male superiority and uh, suppression. It's just insecure men wanting to maintain control when really they have no right to it. Yeah. Anyway, and that flies completely in the face of, remember the couple that visited the last time and the woman was saying that, it was unnatural for a woman to have any authority. No, I know. And I women were always it, supposed to... I wanted to put in a disclaimer. But I think people got it. That I that think was people got it, yeah. 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 But to hear a grown woman in, in this time saying how well, she should give up all control and They were Quakerish and, looking. Did you notice yeah, that? Yeah, I could see. He, yeah. yeah, he had the Quaker beard and the haircut and the... And the she wasn't wearing a lot of makeup. Wear, yeah. She was yeah. A very modest. They were both kind of modest looking. Except yeah, they were. Shades. Yeah, and what was his name? Like fucking Jebediah or something. I forgot. Joshua. Joshua, okay. Yeah. Well, there, you know, yeah. But, yeah, I think... I think it's uh, it's all been a masquerade that men have been successfully pulling off to some degree, and uh, uh, you still see the battles today where you know men have managed to get abortion declared illegal again, and uh, it's it's that basic urge I think for men to control the reproduction. Otherwise, we really don't have much of a place. 
Because really, a man's place is to impregnate and move on. In yeah. most of nature, that's what the male does. Impregnate, move on. Because the women, the females, they got it down. They got it covered. They don't need that man they around. It's it, just yeah. someone else to, to have to support. And I wonder if human culture would be that way if men hadn't taken over and convinced everybody that we were necessary and you had to keep us around. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if left on their own whether it would be a female dominated society and men would just be kind of the outliers used to impregnate and perpetuate the species but apart from that we'd be like the the the, the, the bucks in the forest you know the does gather together and they raise the fawns mm-hmm. the bucks go hang out with themselves because yeah, the does true. have absolutely no use for them until it's mating season yeah that's and true. I think men are are utterly terrified of getting getting to that state so men overreact and try to control women yep I agree my idea yep yep okay um I've got an interesting story here woodpeckers stashed 700 pounds of acorns in a wall of a California home 700 pounds of acorns. 700 pounds. Wow, that's a lot of energy for that. That's a lot of flights How back and forth. How many woodpeckers? I mean, I guess they wouldn't really know, but I'd like to know if there's 20 of them, 100 of them. God, the imagine article if it was didn't just cover. This is a very smart, small article. Mm. It didn't really go into a whole lot, except basically what happened. So a pest control tech investigating an insect problem in a California home made a startling discovery. About 700 pounds of acorns have been stashed inside the house walls by woodpeckers. Weird. The cleanup was not easy and very expensive. I would have just left them there, but um, I mean, what would have hurt? Maybe a fire hazard or something? Yeah, eventually it all starts to decay. It, and it also would attract more pests. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Something's they had to tear the walls out. These are these little short stories mm-hmm. that don't give you a whole lot of information, just yeah. a little bit of the, yeah. And that's all they had to go with that. And then I got a little bit more of a story here. New Brunswick, New Jersey. A 29-year-old woman was arrested for allegedly posing as a high school student and attending a New Jersey high school for several days. Oh, wow. You know, now parents are asking uh, how Haijong Shin was allegedly able to do it in the first place. Did she have help from the school district? Interesting. Yeah, I feel that's it. Didn't really go into that. This is another short story too, yeah. but it, it had to have a little bit more because of the nature of it. Mm-hmm. I feel that's concerning that us parents have to be the last ones to know about what's going on um, <laughs> when we should obviously be the first ones. Said, yet yeah, Tiza Arovo, or something mm-hmm. like that. A student's mother for days. Shin allegedly went to class with actual teenagers at New Brunswick High School. To know that a person with that intention was that close to me is even scarier, said Rojo's daughter. 16-year-old Rayana Cologne, Cologne, probably Cologne, mm-hmm. yeah. So anyhow, there were several protests from students and parents that demands better security at the high school. See, um, they also said I wanted to see uh, school actively make changes in its security system, said one protester. Yeah. So this isn't it. This is a real hook on the story. A drunk man threw old eggs at a few protesters. He was immediately caught. After the eggs were uh, washed off the protesters, uh, he continued. Jerry Solinger of Montana. They mm-hmm. have no I- They have no idea how he got there. Mm-hmm. He was arrested for unruly behavior. 
threatening a person under 17, and simple battery. No one seems to know the motive or how the man even got there. Huh. Yeah, so they were there protesting, you know, better security, which I think they had a right to because some nutbag went and, yeah. you know, posed as a student and got in there for, uh, sounds like, a few days before they caught her. Sounds like a predator to me. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever reason she tells you, uh, sounds like a predator. Yeah. Yeah, so... And then some some old wacko shows up and throws rotten eggs at the protesters. <laughs> Look at yeah. them damn liberals! Liberals, Well, you know, with the cost of eggs, he was probably throwing love letters to them. Probably, probably. Here's a five hundred dollar egg I'm gifting to you. Well, maybe that's why this was old days. They were expired. <laughs> yeah. There we go. yeah. Okay. So they don't know how we got there mm. from Montana, is where his residency was located, supposedly. Yeah. And they don't know why he threw the eggs at him. He didn't mm-hmm. have an explanation. Interesting. Yeah. Another thing I take away from this story is it shows um, a correct um, disregard for female privilege. Usually, in this kind of case, a woman goes in and does that. No one thinks a thing of it. Oh, a 25-year-old woman in there with, with uh, middle schoolers? Oh, no problem. But if a 25-year-old man was in there with middle schoolers, big, a big, big problem. problem. Yeah. See, so that's, that's the female privilege is the women are presumed to be motherly. Men are instantly presumed to be, you know, pervert rapists. Yeah, that's right. I'm glad to see that they're not sugarcoating this as, oh, well, it was just a woman. And she's a, you know, she's a nice woman, no, and, and she wants to be a mom someday. And, you know, 10, 15 years ago, that's what they would have done. Uh, yeah, and here's, here's what it is, okay? These are the parents that are actually concerned about their students, so they're mm-hmm. not taking that bullshit. Yeah. Another thing is there's been too many cases of uh, a woman going insane, been insane, mm-hmm. and butchering a baby out of a person. Yes. So they're kind of getting on the same class on that level uh-huh. as men. Yeah. So we don't know. Maybe this woman wanted to kill a girl and wear her head. We don't know this, you know. We have no idea about her motivation, but the fact is she broke laws and committed fraud to get there. Yes. So I'm going to presume her motives were bad. I'm going to too. Yeah. Exactly. If someone blows up the front of your building in order to get inside, you can pretty much be sure they have bad intentions. So if this woman is committing fraud to get close to underage kids... I think she's got bad things in mind. I would say she has in bad in things in mind, yeah. yeah. Because what else would she have? Just to go there and assimilate and just mm-hmm. walk around? No. There's got to be an end game to her madness. And uh, I'll bet you five bucks that if it goes to trial, her lawyer will say, she's an influencer and she was doing a story and she wanted to report on what it's like and she you know wasn't what? hurting anybody. This was off of UPI News. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, keep... Uh, keep track of it. Keep track of it, yeah. yeah. See if there's a follow-up at all. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe this is, is all we'll ever hear of it, but. Yeah, I think it is because these short stories are designed to just get your attention to read. Yeah. And get you on that page for a few minutes, and then they sell their advertising accordingly. Yeah. So. Anyhow, I think that a follow-up is probably not in the cards because it just doesn't pay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. If it if it turns out she's connected to some human trafficking ring, then it'll get interesting again, and the media will cover it. Yeah. Then but if it, it will. turns out to be a lone pervert, they're gonna like, nah, forget it. Yeah, and they're not even gonna point out that no. she is a pervert or had some weird intention. She's gonna be like, oh, yeah. Well, we don't know what happened. She, she did could this. have leather and chains and stuff in her basement, ready for these poor little kids, and they won't. They'll skip over it because yeah. she didn't actually do anything yet. Yeah, and also there's like, uh, like I said. People want to read the story about, okay, A, a chick, a woman doing that, and then B, some old man egging him for no reason mm-hmm. and doesn't have a reason and came from Montana way away from New Jersey, the other yeah. side of the coast, basically. And I wonder if that part about the old man was put in to distract you from the fact that we had a female predator in a school. That's interesting. Yeah. You don't think it would have made it up, do you? I Probably so. I can, I, you know, who would catch him on it? Okay, who could call I'll tell you what, Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday I'm going to do a follow-up to this. I'm going to cross-reference yeah. it with a couple of other news outlets yeah. and see if that's even mentioned or if it's changed. Yeah. Like an old man came down there, like, just yelling or something. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting, yeah. Because yeah. we've seen our share of, of, of publicity stunts gone well, wrong. Well, we know he wasn't selling Mexican pancakes. Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> Or, or, or what was it, sour apple smoothies? Yeah, we green know he was Yeah, sour apple sour smoothies. Sour green apple smoothies, that yeah, was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds interesting. Yeah, it does, yeah. Well, anyhow. Um, yeah, I'm thinking that, oh, who was it? The There was some talk show host that paid a couple of guys to beat him up in an airport bathroom and then claimed it was haters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had the, uh, the it was Morton Downey Jr. Yeah. And they had him draw a, st- a, 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 a swastika oh, on yes. his forehead. Uh-huh. Yeah. And anyhow, the reason they found out that it was fake is because it was backwards. No, uh-huh. he did he in the mirror. He did in the mirror, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Jesse Smollett. Oh, yeah, Jussie yeah, Smollett, yeah, the guy yeah. who claimed that he was a victim of a racist attack, but he had a couple of his buddies do it and stage the whole thing. And, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a picture of the entire cast and crew of The Big Bang Theory taking a break from their show and filming a big tribute. Oh, we support you, Jesse Smollett. We oh, decry yeah. racism. And they're holding signs and loving on him. And they actually aired that. And then, like, a week later, it turns out that he was a fraud and he faked the whole thing. Like, I didn't know they Whoops. did that. Oh, my God, that's funny as hell. And in the reruns, they've cut that part. Of course they, they won't did. show you. Yeah, so they're scrubbing their scrubbing their history, yep. removing the embarrassing Never happened parts. unless you saw it when uh-huh. it aired. As in the original pilot of The Big Bang Theory, the show opens with Leonard and Sheldon filling out paperwork at a sperm bank, and they're going to donate their sperm. Mm-hmm. They have never showed that again in reruns, because it's distasteful, apparently. So they have scrubbed that from... They say if you buy a certain DVD set, it's on there. For the rest of the versions, it's scrubbed it's away it's like it all. never happened. Wow. And... Ten years from now, no one will even really know that it ever did happen. See how easy it is to get away with stuff. You just you erase it and say, no, I didn't. And then when the picture shows up ten years later, you say, oh, that's Photoshop. 
Yeah. And who's going to believe you? Oh, I remember that episode. I remember no, it. No, no one's going to believe it. You're, you're not remembering correctly. No it never yeah. happened. No, no, no. Yeah, that All was All they a, have to do is get like five members of the people in the picture to lie it up and say, no, that it never was a, happened. That was a bad rumor. Yeah. That's Photoshop. No, that was fake. Yeah. And they'll sell it. Yeah, they will. Yep. Yeah. Bad rumor. Never happened. The things people can get away with by just denying it. Yep. And people realize, you know what? I don't care that much. I'm going to go be outraged about that thing over there. <laughs> and you know, it's it, it, I may sound angry and bitter and, and resentful, but really I just find this funny. I don't think you do. I think what you're doing is you're illustrating the absurd of society. Yeah, yeah. And why not talk about it? It's there. It's happening. Yeah. This is my take on it. I'm not railing against it or I'm not saying everything should be this way, the way I like. No. If anybody says, I think things should be my way, then no, they're a dictator. You can't have one person deciding this is the way everything should be. Mm-hmm. So I like this wide range and diversity of thought and opinion and desire and, and everything. It's it's interesting and it, it keeps one person from being totally in control. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fun. Yeah. I get yeah. to make fun of people. <laughs> Do you ever read Cosmo? Not really. No. It's supposedly it's like the turn on for women if a guy reads Cosmo, but... Um, I guess I'll just continue to be um, <laughs> not that desirable. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. There was a, a 2020 issue of Cosmo. Uh, it came out during the summer, last Summer Olympics. And uh, this is something I've seen people call Cosmo on the carpet for. In the exact same issue... They had a big article, and the headline was, Men Who Objectify Women Just Suck. Mm-hmm. And it went on to say how awful it is, and it's, you know, it's a scummy thing to do, and it, you know, it denies your humanity, and blah, blah, blah. Okay, a few pages later, Olympic coverage. Here's the headline. We rate the best Olympic bulges and which one gets a gold medal. Wow. And the pictures were of... Uh, like track athletes and swimmers and all it was was a crotch shot showing their genitalia bulging through their little speedos. Wow. Same magazine, same editor, same editorial staff, same publisher. On one page, men who objectify women are horrible. And the next page, women who objectify men are our readers and we love you. Scumbag Cosmo. Yep. It's, so apparently it's wrong when we do it, but it's okay when they do it. And that's always been bullshit. That has always been bullshit. Well, I can say it, but you can't. Fuck no, that. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. no. Never doesn't, subscribe to that, never will. Doesn't fly. <laughs> it's wrong or it isn't. <laughs> I agree. Anyway, so good, jo- good going, Cosmo. Yeah. Um, finally, last but not least... A stowaway frog shuts down an airport. A frog? A frog. Holy cow. A Pennsylvania airport recently was shut down temporarily to find out the unidentified object was, well, after a very, it was a frog. So, uh, well, after a very <laughs> tense half, uh, half an hour, the airport security have found that the object in question was indeed a live frog. 
The frog supposedly jumped in the luggage when it was opened outside the airport to relocate a piece of clothing. Ah. The frog was not harmed and released in an area pond. Oh, funny. So they, I guess they x-rayed the luggage and said, what's this little frog thing in here? Yeah, it was like jumping around or something. Or <laughs> they like, opened the suitcase and out it flopped. <laughs> yeah, and my guess is the reason the airport was shut down was they thought it was some sort of wildlife that was prohibited, maybe. Oh, yeah, invasive species Yeah, it didn't exactly. Yeah. This is another one of those short stories that does not give you that much information. Mm. just gives you the outline. Yeah. I read between the lines there, and I'm pretty sure it was like a... Uh, um, it was like a... Um, you know, like a wildlife issue, like yeah. a game issue, like, uh-huh. well, they can't take this Midwestern frog or this Pennsylvania frog to the Midwest or the West Coast because yeah. yeah. it screw up the ecology. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's why. Yeah, we, we deal with something like that in, here in Missouri. They're called zebra mussels. Yes. They're little creatures that get up into your water intakes and your outboard and inboard engines, mm-hmm. and they clog shit up, and they're an invasive species. So if you take your your boat out of one body of water and go put it in another, then you could be transferring those zebra mussels to a new lake. Yeah. And Missouri has tried to get people coming into the state with their boats to provide a certification that their system has been cleaned of mm-hmm. zebra mussels. <laughs> wow. But yeah. I, I, the last I heard, the best they could do was if your boat license is from out of state and they saw you, then when you pulled your boat out, they would check it and see. And if you had zebra mussels, they would write you a citation. But it's an invasive species is a big issue. Uh, and not only messes with agriculture, but tourism. And those are two huge money makers for any state, agriculture and tourism. And so you don't mess with those. No, you don't. I can don't. see them shutting down. In a, you know, you think about that airport, that frog could have gone anywhere. Yeah, you know, exactly. Tokyo, Paris, Florida, And it could really Ontario. damage the ecology. Yeah. So I believe that that was a true issue, yeah. even though, I mean, those little snippets, I mean, they're good for the general, but, I mean, they're like, um, every news source does this. They're like mm-hmm. little short stories to, like I said, they get your attention and then move off, you know. Yeah, but if you click on it, you can go where there are more stories and all their advertisement. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so I just do this uh, short story and then we can all read between the lines ourselves and figure yeah. out what we think happened. So, yeah. anyhow. So, cool. all right, I guess that's going to wrap up this piece of shit. Alrighty. Everyone can clean out their ear holes now. Yes. <laughs> Remember, gasoline peroxide does not work. No. Carbon tetrachloride gets about half of it. Yeah. It's pretty toxic. Yeah. Um, lye? Lye? Lye works, yeah. Lye works. And a good scrub brush. Yeah, yeah, you gotta scrub. <laughs> you gotta put the lye in there, and then you gotta scrub it out of there. Pressure washer also helps. Yeah, a pressure washer is actually the best. Kind of get some of those chunks broken up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. We spew all sorts of stuff, so. Yeah, yep. <laughs> but then you listen to it, so. That's true. So, all right, like uh, before promised, bye. Bye. Continuing our quest here at Two Douchebags in a Microphone to be constantly funny, once again we offer you strange insults from an alien. <laughs> when you always get up from your computer with your headphones still attached. Everybody go. We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. 
Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Whew, man, that smells. 